You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS Greetings from Comerica Park in Detroit Michigan where today the Houston Astros take on the Detroit Tigers in the second game of a three-game series Astros took the series opener eight to one yesterday Jake Marisnik two hits including a homer drove in two runs let me's Diaz two for four he homered as well as the Astros have won six in a row and nine of their last ten Tigers have dropped four of their last eight Astros 27 and 15 first in the AL West six and a half games ahead of the Angels. Tigers 18 and 21. They are fourth in the AL Central, six and a half games behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Wade Miley gets the ball for the Astros today and Miley has been very good for the Astros. He's won each of his last two starts, and he's been giving the Astros some length, at least six innings in four of his last five outings. Yeah, and that's very important because it keeps your bullpen more healthy for the for even your other starters. And I'll be honest, he's been better than I thought he was even going to be as far as his effectiveness, uh, his routine, is, is as far as just pounding hitters inside with that cut fastball uh, and getting so much ground ball. So uh, he's a quick worker. I think the Astros fielders like to play behind him. Meanwhile, Ryan Carpenter, left-hander, getting the ball for the Tigers today, making his second start of the season, just the uh, seventh start of his big league career, which began last year, looking for uh, better returns after a rough one his first time. I don't know if I've ever been in a manager's session before a ball game and seen more stress on a manager than Ron Gardenhire thinking about what would happen to this uh, Tiger bullpen should he not go you know, more than four innings. And they're really worried about that because they've been hit so hard in their bullpen. They played four games in the previous three days before the Astros got into town. Their starter only goes four innings last night. So they desperately need a pitcher who hasn't done very well at the big league level to give them some length in this game. And when he's going against this Astros team, who I'm not sure that they've been swinging the bat better than they have the last 10 days, uh, this is a tough task for a young pitcher. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, Matt Boyd was one of the tig- is one of the Tigers' best, uh, and the left-hander yesterday. I mean, I thought he didn't necessarily pitch poorly. It was more a case of Astros hitters laying off some close pitches, able to run up his pitch count, get him out of the ball game. Yeah, it's amazing, and we've seen this from time to time. But it just seems like everybody. Uh, is going up there playing as a team. It's not a, a, a greedy uh, type of a bat at all, and everybody's sticking to a certain game plan. And with Boyd, looked like they were taking away the outer third of the plate. Anything that was outside, they were taking advantage and driving ball the other way and uh, just putting up good at bats and running that pitch count up, 96 pitches in just four innings. That's how you get a, a good starter of the other team's ace out of there early. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management. And after that, we'll be joined by Astros pitcher Josh James. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. 
or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Here's the pitch. Drives this one. Left center field going back on his Stewart. He looks up and that's gone. Jake Marisnik, a two-run shot to left center. And the Astros now lead 5-1 to one on that blast from Marisnik, his fourth of the season. Off-speed pitch, able to stay back on it and drive it over the Astros' bullpen. And the bottom of the order once again strikes huge for the Astros. Wow. Man, they are getting it done at the bottom of the order, aren't they? Really are. Well, A.J., it was a great game yesterday, 8-1 to one over the Detroit Tigers. And I want to ask you about some of the pitching and, and some of the defensive plays and things, but I want to ask you about your offense just as a whole. What makes this team so unique collectively? Well, I think the depth of it is incredible. Um, a couple of these interviews we've done in the last week, we we could literally just talk about our seven, eight, nine-hole hitters on those particular games. And the names may be different, but the production's been the same. So we win 3 nothing last week, uh, three solo homers out of seven, eight, nine. Last night, uh, Chirinos has the big night. Jake has the, the knockout punch with the homer in the nine-hole. Six, eight, nine. Six, yeah, it's like six through nine last night did it. Um, in between those games was, was you know, George's five-hit game and Bregman's three-hit game, four homers between them. So this offense is relentless, the bats we put up, and, and, and the fact that any given night, uh, you know, a guy can put on a show and have a good night is, is, is the depth of this lineup. Starting to see, and this would be so troubling for a starting pitcher, but all the foul balls <clears throat> laying off so many good pitches with two strikes. How does how do they get so good at that? Well, just I think it's a it's a plan a game plan. I think uh, Alex Cintron and Troy Snicker do a great job okay. as hitting coaches, um, and and get our guys in the of what we're trying to do, not what we're trying to avoid, not what we're trying to adjust to. But here's what we're looking for, and, here, and we're not going to come off it. Last night, case in point. Um, they harped with Robinson Chirinos to stay up the middle the other way. He's a pull-oriented hitter. Uh, generally, he's going to get most of his hits to the, to, the, to the pull side of the field. Matt Boyd loves to pitch in. He loves to throw the sweeping breaking ball, and they were, they were emphatic that he was going to need to get a pitch out over the plate and drive it to center field to right center. Okay. Hits the opposite field home run. That seems simple. It's not like you can just not a video game where you can just go do it, but our guys have a great game plan. They stick with it. When, our, when we're ultra-focused like the way we've been in the last week to 10 days, the offense can explode. And you're talking about the bottom third of the lineup, and Chirinos has been swinging the bat so well. And one thing I've noticed more than anything is he comes over to the team, he's a pole hitter, now he's going the other way with power. Yeah, and it's, it's good because, again, I think it's part of the process is getting him to buy into to our information and what we're trying to do, and then part of it is his execution. He's so coachable and very positive and always open for a suggestion. Uh, and then I think keeping him fresh is one of the reasons Max Stassi needs to be good for us is so that I can keep putting him out there, give some days off to Chirinos, keeps his body fresh, keeps his bat alive, which is one of the best best bats behind the plate you can get in the big leagues. I don't think uh, George Springer is going to be on the, the Christmas card list for Nico Goodrum. He robbed him twice. And that ball's lifted down the right field line fairly deep. It sends back Springer on the warning track right in front of the wall. He leaps and did he catch it? Yes, he did. George Springer took away at least extra bases, if not a home run from Goodrum. 
And that is the first out. And that's hit in the air pretty well. The right racing over is Springer, and he runs it down, then goes into a headlong dive on the warning track, and that is the ball game. Uh, why is so George so good in right field? I mean, what he's so athletic. Huh? Yeah, he, he is, and he's explosive. He, he is fearless. You know, his first step is, is fast, um, and he's up to full speed, and, and he sells out on the angle that he reads from the very beginning of the play. Um, in center field, he, he's good, but he has a little bit more of a delay where he reads the depth of the ball. It's like he's a more of a like a bull in a china shop when it comes in in in, in right field. He just goes after it and has no fear of the wall. No, he, his angles are great. Um, we have two of the best right fielders in in the league in Reddick and Springer. So I um, I don't think Goodrum's gonna 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 high five him today. <laughs> those are those are really tough. Uh, tough pills to swallow on a tough night for the Tigers. One other defensive play that stood out to me was Alemis Diaz. Here comes the 3-2. This is grounded up the middle. Sliding on a knee. Diaz to the left of second. Throws to first in time to get Cabrera. Diaz was a step into the outfield and able to make an excellent play to take away a hit from Cabrera. The backhand up the middle. Uh, strong arm. He's he's filling in great for Altuve. He is. He's starting to play a more, which is which is bad. Any player will tell you that. And 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 I think early in the season, you know, he had that rough stretch in Tampa. Um, there's an immediate hesitation to put him in the game defensively. He started hitting a few homers. Now he gets the opportunity with Altuve down. Um, we're reminded pretty quickly. He, you know, your former All-Star has yeah. played around the field, hit 18 homers last year. Big-time everyday contributor that was stuck on our bench. Um, he'll force his way into more playing time when he plays like this. Outside of pitching, how's Wade Miley fit into this club? Good. I mean, he's a good old Southern boy that 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 blends in well with, um, you know, with our outdoors people. You know, I mean, he's he's <laughs> Is there an outdoors group. He, he, yeah, there's a little small outdoors group led by Will Harris and 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 Wade and um, you know Reddick a little bit. Yeah. Troy Snicker, one of our coaches. Um, it, they've got a nice little niche there, and 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 Wade's just such a simpleton and loves to compete. He he puts it all out there today, and and I say this every time he pitches. But we don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to happen fast. All right, AJ Hinch. Good luck tonight. Thank you, Sparky. By the way, how confident does James look now? Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not he's not looking down at his feet. He's got his chest out. Here's a one zero. And that's hit in the air pretty well. The right racing over is Springer, and he runs it down, then goes into a headlong dive on the warning track, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros make it six consecutive wins as they defeat Detroit Tigers tonight by a final score of 8-1. to one. What a performance by the Astros. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros reliever Josh James. Pitched yesterday. and. Yesterday, like in your last few outings, the results certainly have been a lot better. The, the stuff has certainly looked better. What, what's what been different for you? Um, just changing my mental approach out in the bullpen. Um, it's a little bit different when, you know, you're starting, you've got more time mm-hmm. in the game to kind of get comfortable. And um, when you come out of the pen, you know, you got to be ready to go from, from pitch one. So um, just getting my mind ready for pitch one has been the game changer. Yeah, this is probably the longest stretch in your career that you've been working out of the bullpen, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the minor leagues, we did we did like a little tandem. And, right. Um, now, uh, when I came up, I was kind of bouncing up from starter, reliever, starter, reliever. Um, and then this year has just been a full, full year of relieving. So. Where did you develop that mindset that you need to be maybe a little more aggressive coming out of the bullpen? Was it just something you just kind of figured out? Did you talk to guys about it? How did that come about? Um, it's funny. Uh, I got a call from uh, Tony Sip after my last rough one, and he kind of just you know gave me some pointers and kind of you know sat me down and 
well, I never really sat down. It was more of a phone call, but right, right, I, f figuratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he broke it down, and you know, he he told me, yeah, you know, you got to be more aggressive. You know, you you got to stay ready all the time, and you know, never, you know, never let your mind, you know, go to a place where you know I'm not, you're not, you know, you think you're not pitching today, so you should be pitching every day in your mind, and that kind of led to me being able to be a little bit more consistent in in what I'm doing and in my work. How much does it mean to you to have a former teammate like Tony Sepp playing somewhere else, still keeping an eye on you and checking in on you? Uh, it means a lot, man. Um, you know, he took me under his wing, um, and he, you know, he taught me a lot, and he, he still continues to teach me. So, I'm really grateful to have a, a guy like him, you know, in my corner. So, when that phone rings and you're told to to get ready. How has your routine changed now compared to maybe when you, you first started pitching out of the bullpen, or has it changed? Um, yeah, um, I kind of adapted some stuff watching some other guys do their work, um, and kind of added you know some stuff for me that you know that I know that works in my prep to get me ready to go throw outside. So just a combination of both um, has really, really, really helped a lot. Is it one of those things where, because I know as a starter, a lot of times when you're warming up before a game, you're trying to make sure you, you have all your pitches where you want them to be, or at least as, as close as you can get them. But out of the bullpen, a lot of times you, you got to get loose in a hurry and then maybe worry about stuff later, right? Right. Yeah. That's um, and that's another another uh, thing that I had to get used to was kind of like not really trying to be too too fine in my in a bullpen mm -hmm. or not in the bullpen, but warming up, it's just right. kind of you know get get hot and. You know, go out there and just compete. And you, you've, you know, I've executed pitches before. You know, in throwing in the pen and uh, and throwing programs. So it's just about you know being athletic and letting my, my athletic ability take over in in those kind of situations. Now you have four pitches. Do you find coming out of the bullpen that maybe not all the time, but maybe some of the time you have to kind of go into a game thinking, all right, maybe I need to just focus on two of these pitches or three of these pitches, and maybe not all four. No, um, I go into a game and I'm gonna. In my mind, I'm throwing all four regardless of how it felt in the pen because that's another thing that I learned from last year from a lot of the guys is you may not have it in the pen, but you go in the game and there it is. So you can't be afraid to to throw anything just because of what it looked like early in you know in or in the pen, you know. So just go out, throw throw your stuff, throw with conviction, and that's what I've been doing. Was this off season any different for you? compared to previous off seasons because now you had pitched in the big leagues coming up in September, pitched in the postseason also, and maybe you had a better idea of, of what to expect? Um, yeah, um, it definitely helped. The postseason experience definitely helps. It's helped, I mean, it's continued to, to help. Um, having that little bit of September has really helped, just kind of, you know, knowing routines and kind of just getting the feel for the atmosphere, the fans, the crowd, all that stuff, and all the stuff that people really don't realize. Um, but, um, I mean, not really in the off season. Um, mm -hmm. Other than having a kid, it was, you know, pretty normal workout, all that other stuff. So, Do you find being a dad almost changes your focus a little bit and, and, and then changes how you, you think about certain things? Yeah, it adds a little extra, you know, you know, Motivation. I, yeah, I guess you can put it that way just because, you know, I got someone else to feed other than myself. So, All right, proud papa and very good reliever, Josh James. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. 
This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.